cross, and Dempsey is denied again, and Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Catabel, la vaca, Ama Rodríguez tirando, golazo, taque, 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 gol, gol, vino, 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 gol de Mundial, taque, taque, gol, gol, taque, taque, gol, 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 taque, taque, gol. Oh, Zinedine, oh, Zinedine, pas ça, pas du tout, pas ça, Zinedine. Pas ça, Zinedine. Oh non. Oh non, pas ça. Bonvenue, mes amis. Les Coupes du Monde est terminée. Et les champions sont la France. Nous sommes Bended Like Beckett. Je suis Scott Bedgood. Brian Fleischer. Yes. <laughs> You, you, that was you. impressive. You are a linguist, aren't you? Yeah, I or mean... You fancy yourself a linguist? I fancy myself. Yeah, I mean, listen, I typed it as well as I could in French into Google Translate. Oh, that's never a good thing. Whenever Just I do to that... to see how good, I, how close I could get. And it was pretty broken, so I, I cleaned it up. Whenever which, I do that with my... Spanish to, to send an email to our Peruvian friends here in the office just to make them laugh. They always end up saying, what are you trying to say? I kind of know what you're saying. I have but an idea. I have an idea, but... And I said it was Google Translate, so you throw the blame on them. Yeah, you know, so it could be wrong, it could be right. I know some of it was right. Enough of it was right to make our Croatian friends mad. Yeah. Because we have a lot of Croatian friends. We do. Unfortunately for them, France won the World Cup. They did. Um, Le Blues. Le Blues. And if you know anybody that predicted that... You did you predict the 4-2 score? No, I said 3-2. Oh, okay. I didn't plan on um, the Mario Mandzukic own goal. That was the one I didn't plan. <laughs> I mean, it was... Uh, at the end of the day, in our, in our lifetime watching soccer, mm-hmm. that... It was the most entertaining World Cup final. I know the other ones had entertaining endings, but from start to end, that had to have been the best one, right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was was a good game. Um, I think the better team in the tournament won, but I don't think the better team yesterday won, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, Croatia had the bulk of the possession here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they certainly did. Um, I thought they were the better team. Like you said, they dominated possession, Um, came out firing early, Kind of kept the ball in their half of the on the on the French side of the, on the field. Same thing in the second half. Um, got a little unlucky on the own goal on a foul that shouldn't have been a foul. Right. And then a handball that there's some debate as to whether or not that should have been a handball. I, we've seen it called both ways. I, I think the yeah the own goal. I th- honestly I don't think the ref is to blame for either one of those situations. Mm-hmm. The foul that shouldn't have been a foul. From where the ref was, that's a foul. I mean, yeah. Griezmann pushed the ball past the player. The player comes in late. It looks like a foul. Yeah, I had no problem with it being called a foul. When they show the replay, you of course. see, oh, yeah. Griezmann kind of lost his balance. Yeah, But that's called a foul 90% of the time. Now, should it have been? Probably not. But then, yeah, the unfortunate thing was the ball comes through. It hits the hair of Mario Mandzukic's mm-hmm. head and just goes wide. Okay, that's unfortunate. Again, with the handball... It has to be called, but there's nothing Perisic could have done about it. Yeah, it was not, definitely not an intentional handball. Um, we were talking about it at lunch today with with some of the other soccer fans, and 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 they were saying, you know, was the intent there? Was there anything he could have done? Was his hand in an unnatural position? It went from head to hand. 
Well, it kind of went from like a, did it even touch the head of the player? I thought it did. Okay, I thought it deflected it off the player's. Either way, there's absolutely nothing Perisic No, absolutely about, not. But the, the argument they were saying at halftime, I think it was Lalas or somebody like that was saying, uh, you jump like that and your hands out, you're putting yourself in that position. Well, it's not like PK. Was it PK in the Spain game where he jumped with his hand right, like above right. his head? That was, see, that was, see, that's what I'm saying. That's, like, uh, that's an how, unnatural position. That's how different. How else are you supposed to jump? Is my, oh, yeah, my question. You jump with your hands just... <laughs> but at the same time, if you look at it, if his hand doesn't hit it, that ball goes is going clearly into the box mm-hmm. and, where French players were. So, again, I think it's super unfortunate, but I think it has to be called. Yeah. Uh, so then now it's 2-0. Uh, no, 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 no. It was 2-1. That, 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 that was 2-1. Um, but yeah, so Croatia, like, like you were saying, Croatia is the better team. However... It's sort of hard to say that because, I mean, they were they had the possession, but they weren't really. Yeah, just they didn't take they didn't take shots on. Yeah, goal. they didn't take advantage of it, that it, good play. It it, nothing like, came of it really. Yeah, it wasn't like they had a bunch of shots off the post. Correct. Or something. Correct. Perisic's goal was beautiful. I thought that was an amazing. It was awesome. really a great team goal with the the set piece, the ball going wide headed back in i think manzukic and lovren got a head on mm-hmm. it and then vita knocked it out but then perisic has a ton to do yeah takes it you know um takes it past one defender left footed across the box hits veron and goes in but it was on target so it's not an own goal yeah but that was a great goal and we got to see his muscle leg yeah <laughs> I love that move because if my legs looked like a soccer player, <laughs> you would legs, just walk around like that, I would do all, that the time. all the time. Not even after I scored. Uh, <laughs> Alexis Sanchez all the time. Yeah, yeah. Ronaldo, shorts pulled Alexis up. Sanchez. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then after that, you know, we we had the handball, mm-hmm. and, and after that, it was basically over. But well, then, you know, it, it would finish two to one at, at the half. Correct. It went into halftime yeah. two to one. Correct. And Croatia again came out firing, kind of in the second half. They came out with a lot of energy, um, a lot of momentum, which was a little surprising considering how they went into the locker room. Right. Um, but once that third goal went in, uh, Pogba was Pogba, the third. Yeah. yeah. I think that just, what, the air came out of their balloon? The air Is came out of their goal? balloon, but I think there was still maybe a belief there was plenty of time left. Oh, yeah. And then Mbappe's goal, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this could be 7-1. to one. Like yeah, it looked if like that's it was yeah happen. it looked like it was getting out of it was going to get out of hand right and the, and credit to Croatia for uh-huh. sticking with it credit to Mandzukic for as many minutes as he's played and uh, playing all over the field pressing the goalie but what in the world <laughs> was Hugo Lloris doing that was such a like I mean there was an arrogance to that it was a Tottenham move <laughs> whatever you want to say uh, Hugo Lloris is one of the best keepers in the world there was. I don't know what he was doing. He's trying to. He kind of looked off the defense. He got he a little just, too cute with just it. Getting way too cute in the World Cup final. I know. It was well, they were one. a four to one. That's what we again we were talking but about. There was that does he thirty minutes left? Yeah. Does he do that? And it's if it's a if it's if it's tied or if no, it's two he, to one. He or, boots that ball right yes. when he sees Mandzukic coming yeah. his way. But he wanted to kind of take it by him and like, ooh, yeah. look at us. But that, ooh, I, I loved the way. Man, I mean, I just I thought that was awesome. And then. Really, it's four to two, and there. Oh, yeah, was I thought they were going to get twenty minutes left. Yeah, I thought they were going to get one more. I was, I was watching with my wife, and I said, "Watch, they're going to get one more here, and it's going to get real hairy for France in these last ten minutes." And they almost did. They, they had, mm-hmm. a, they had a couple really mm-hmm. good chances, a few that just went wide. Yeah. Um, but I thought they were going to get one more in and make it real interesting for the last ten. minutes. You know minutes what it reminded me a lot of time. Hmm? 
Hmm. It reminded me a lot of watching Liverpool okay. because Liverpool oh, is great at getting ahead four to one, uh-huh. like in the 60th minute. And you're like, this is awesome. And then giving up a stupid goal. And it looks like one of the hardest things to do in soccer because of, you know, really because you can't take a timeout. Yeah. And have your coach just yell at the players and be like, get your heads back in the game. Yeah. Once you turn off and go, okay, we've won this. It's four to one. And then you give up a goal and you go, oh, my goodness, we have to turn it back on. It's almost impossible. Because that desire that you were using to win those balls 10 minutes before, that everything that was working now isn't working because it, your brain is in a different place. Yeah. And this other team now has all this belief. I mean, it happened. Liverpool was up 4-1 on Manchester City and almost lost the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roma, I think they were up like 7-2 to or something, <laughs> you know, over two legs and it ended yeah. up being 7-6. to six yeah. Because you get in your mind, it's over, and you're, you're celebrating. Yeah. You're like, ah, let's just, we'll see this out. We'll sit back. And then something like that happens with Mandzukic getting the goal, and you can't turn it back on. And I thought... I, like you said, I really thought it was going to be four to three and we were going to have the craziest yeah. three minutes of extra exactly. time or whatever. It didn't happen. Still exciting. The Croatians go home heroes. The French win their first World Cup since 98, 20 mm-hmm. years later. It was a brilliant overall World Cup. Didier Deschamps as both the captain of the 98 team and now, now the manager of the what are we, an 18 team? 2018. He looks significantly older than a guy who played in 1998. <laughs> he, he, looks like he, he looks like he played in 1970. Yeah. I, I, maybe he's a hard-living guy, but uh, does not look like he played recently. He doesn't look like Thierry Henry. By no, that's means. true. That's true. <laughs> Thierry Henry looks like he could throw on a jersey and go out there <laughs> and at least score one goal. Um, so we could talk about some of the biggest moments from this World Cup. The winners of the big awards real mm-hmm. quick Mbappe young player yep not which, a surprise that was completely obvious golden boot Harry Kane the greatest golden boot winner three penalties a deflected shot <laughs> and then two legitimate goals and a header and a you know kind of a poacher's goal but uh, he put the ball in the back of the net more than anybody else that so matters. that's all that matters <laughs> didn't score a goal after the penalty against Colombia okay um but hey he did what he did. So golden boot to him. Uh, or wait, is that the, yeah, golden yeah, boot. golden boot, golden ball, ball to Luka Modric? I think Correct. that's definitely deserved. Yeah, and that's got to be that's it's got to be a little a lot bittersweet. Kind of I think accepting so. that award with the second place medal around your neck. I think so. I think it's so. Remember Messi last last World Cup mm-hmm. won that after losing, but I think that's totally different because Messi felt like going into that game and every Argentinian fan, blah, blah, blah. We're the favorites. We have to win. Not that they were the favorites, but they had they felt that. Yeah. So the loss in extra time was devastating. And then he has to go up, and he didn't really deserve the golden ball. He mm-hmm. didn't have a better tournament than several other players, but he's messy, so they gave it to him. Yeah. So he felt like he didn't deserve it. They just lost, and he's standing up there super depressed. Modric, maybe he didn't have this perspective at the time, will look back and say, we went to the World Cup final, and I won the golden ball. Yeah. That was awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So th- I think it was different. He didn't look near as devastated as Messi did when Messi had it last time. It was so sad. <laughs> He's just standing there with this amazing trophy. I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, the Croatians, I don't know if you've seen, they came home to a parade like they won. Yeah. They're like in the streets of Zagreb and everyone's going nuts and they're 
pumped, like whatever. Yeah. You know, they lost to a team. France didn't didn't get out of second gear and won the World Cup. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, they were tested against Argentina, but they were able to overcome that deficit in like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> With Pavard, was that the goal of the tournament? I think so. I think that the, we don't even necessarily need to debate that because that was the goal of the tournament. Yeah. The moment, the skill involved, everything. There were great ones. Obviously, we talked about Nacho's goal, which was really mm-hmm. similar. Uh, Messi taking the ball down um, from a long way away. Uh, th- there were several. The hurricane deflection goal. The hurricane deflection goal. <laughs> um, I mean, Trippier's free kick was a, oh, was yeah. a beautiful was awesome. free kick. But at the end of the day, I think the one we'll remember five years from now, ten years from now, is Pavard's. Mm-hmm. Um, and how about Pavard? Apparently, he's a center back mm-hmm. for, I think, Schalke. Okay. A guy, a guy pretty much no one had ever heard of on a team full of stars. And he scores the goal of the tournament, plays, I think, every minute. Yeah. At a, he's playing right back. Mm-hmm. He's a center back. Mm-hmm. He had like nine caps to, or five caps and, or something going before into the, the tournament. World Cup. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Honestly, I had no I idea never who heard he was the guy's name when, in my life. When the, when the tournament started. And now you won't forget him. There were, of course, reports of. Barcelona being interested and those always come out I love it and now's the time when everybody cashes in on their three games of success yeah um my friend said early in the tournament after Cherchev for Russia had had a couple good games he's like I can't wait for like West Ham to pay like 35 million for Cherchev after this and that's gonna happen somebody's gonna buy him because he scored like four goals they were all really good goals and he's a good player but He's gonna be. He's gonna go somewhere probably for a bunch of money. Who and was the U.S. defender? Was it Gooch? Who? Gooch uh, Yeah, he went to go, AC Milan after the '09 Confederations Cup or something when he was like dominant. Was that when he went? No, no, no. He's a little older than that. I think that was he went there after maybe the '02 World Cup or something. No, I think it was after that. Okay, uh, I don't know. We can edit but, that but out. But that happens. <laughs> that happens. It's so great. I love it. Yeah. Um, but th- there's all kinds of players like that. Uh, I saw. Golovin, the uh, Russian player, somebody is signing him today for a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it gets crazy after this. It's really interesting. Of course, Ronaldo going to Juventus. Already the talk is um, uh, Hazard will be going to Real Madrid. I think that's, that's I wouldn't say certainty, but that definitely is the way it's trending. Talk of... Um, Mbappe was asked after the World Cup if he had any desire to go to Real Madrid, and mm-hmm. he said he is a PSG player. So, there. I mean, they'd have to pay a whole lot of money for him. Yeah. Uh, did you see? So, N'Golo Conte did get subbed off early. Yeah, he did not He's have a good final. Well, apparently he had a stomach bug. Oh, did he? He was apparently sick. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, he didn't have his best game. No. But uh, there's all these videos. There's a video of... The I think it was Charles and Zanzi. No, or yeah, I think Zanzi had to like because all the players had that were getting the trophy and t- having all the pictures taken with just the trophy. Yeah, and he had to like grab Conte and like tell all the other players like, "Hey, he hasn't taken a picture of the trophy because <laughs> he wouldn't. He was too shy to go up there and do it himself." And like then there was this video of Pogba with the French president and everybody you know, in front of the, whatever, the French presidential palace yeah. there, and Papa grabs a mic and makes everyone sing the N'Golo Conte song, song. <laughs> which is about uh, Lionel Messi. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, N'Golo Conte. He's small. He's nice. He 
shut messy down or yeah. something like that. <laughs> so everybody loves Angola Conte love. There's a there's a meme that was going around with it's a picture of Angola Conte. It said Angola Conte happy and he got a big smile on his face and it was Conte angry and it's the same big smile on his face <laughs> and and determined same big smile on his face. Um, him sad and big smile on his face. So yeah, they, there was a lot of. Uh, they're having fun. Did you see the the French team come in on uh, Deschamps' uh, press conference? Oh yeah, they that were was awesome singing too. They were singing. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. There's a lot of teams that are about as talented as each other. You mm-hmm. know, France was probably as talented as Brazil mm-hmm. and even maybe Germany and blah blah blah. And when things don't work out, it always comes back to the coach because they say, "Well, the talent was there." And Brazil. Chiche has a lot of questions to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, even Roberto Martinez, the way he handled the last few games, has a lot of questions to answer. Didier Deschamps was not very popular in the French media because of the way he played, because they played so defensively. Mm-hmm. I think he's been validated. I mean, he's certainly been validated because they won the World Cup, but the the way they played was boring at times, but yeah. it was necessary, and it didn't get them in any trouble. They had, like we said, no trouble. They played no extra time games. They yeah. were down for only a f- few minutes against a few teams. Yeah. They didn't even have to play, like we've said a million times, Dembele. They didn't even have to play Lamar. They, there's all these players that, and in four years' time, Mbappe will be 23. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Pogba will be what, like 28, 29? Something. Uh, you know, Dembele will be 24. So if the French team can keep their chaos, yeah, that they always seem to. The, so Fran, what I'm saying is France needs to lock Deschamps down mm-hmm. because he's figured out how to get take that chaos and all those stars and all that diva personality that happens in France more than any other country, and he got Pogba to play defensively for an entire tournament, yeah. and he was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then he came up with a goal, his only goal of the tournament, at the most needed moment. Yeah, but Pogba was amazing. He was awesome. I mean, that pass, so the goal he scored was started by an amazing pass all the way through the defense, mm-hmm. out wide. It comes back and bounces around. It comes to him, and he scores. Yeah. I mean, he was great. And it's, he, it's even more a testament to Pogma and Deschamps that he was able to uh, get through to Pogba after he came off a season with United where he was heavily criticized yeah. for a large part of the year. Um, that you know he wasn't playing well enough. He's not worth the money. This and that, and then to get him, like you said, to play defensively for the entire tournament, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder: could Manchester United? I mean, I don't even know if they would want to do this, but could they move Pogba to that role, or would he say, "Okay, I did that for the yeah, one exactly tournament. for one tur- for the World I'm Cup, not be, playing." I'm trying to be a star, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not the playing rest of my 50 career. games with United this season, and you know, in Europe and in in the EPL, and I'm not I'm not doing that yeah, for exactly. the whole season. I did see a, a funny tweet, or not even a funny tweet. It's actually uh, kind of a fact, an interesting thing. It said, "I'm really excited to watch a generational talent like Kylian Mbappe for his entire career and not have to go." I wonder if he can ever win a World Cup. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. He'll yeah. only be great if he wins a World exactly. Cup. It's exactly. like he's already. I mean, he needs the Champions League. There's other things yeah. he could do. He's 19. He's got plenty of time. He's got the biggest hurdle out of the way. 
you can, you know, those other things can come. Yeah, but, you do that every year. You have the chance to do that every mm-hmm, year, and he'll yeah. certainly get his opportunities. So let's talk about, uh, you know, Hobby Talk. I think yeah. It's focused on Kylian Mbappe. It today. is. It is. We talked a little bit about him going into the tournament and his 2016-17 Panini foot sticker from the French League. At the time, let's see, he would have been 17 maybe. And this is the one you wanted to buy? This is the one that I was turning my nose up at $30 to buy. Not that I, I just didn't want to pull the trigger on $30 for a sticker. Well, it jumped up to, I think, $60 mm-hmm. after the group stages, and I just checked it before we started recording, and we're close to the $120, $150 range. For a sticker that was $30 about a month ago. How much was the sticker when it was originally sold? Oh, it was probably a, roughly a dollar a pack, right. give or take. So what's right. that for five stickers? So 25 cents. You probably... Now, he was, he's was he been a name for a while. It was probably this time last year, you might have been able to get it for 10 or 15 bucks. Yeah, but if you had bought that when he was 17 years old... Mm-hmm. Um, he was not a name then. No. He, his breakout season was with Monaco that season, 17, yeah. 18. So it was probably yeah, the beginning 16, of that season. Yeah. Um, so then it was. You, so if you, you just might. happen to pull that car, exactly. that sticker, and you kept it, it's, it's a pretty good, good return. Well, now those boxes that were probably, I don't know, it's probably based on other configurations of Panini sticker products, it's usually 50 packs mm-hmm. with five stickers each, and they're about a dollar a piece. Um, so assuming that that was the case for this product that this card or this sticker came from, now a, a, a box recently sold like within the last few days for $400 for, wow. for 50 packs. You may not even get an Mbappe in there. That's the only The odds are that you for, probably right? will. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there may be some other French name, you know, stars in there and, and guys who have bounced around. But the card that, I keep calling them cards, they're stickers. The sticker that you're looking for is that Mbappe card. Um, so the odds are you may not even get one. You may get one um, if everything falls the way it, it should. But we opened boxes of Panini World Cup stickers, and you know you're looking for that last sticker. You know how hard it can sometimes yeah. be to pull the card that you want. And I don't think anybody's swapping this one with you. No, I don't think so. Not not anymore. So he has he's got 94 cards still on our database. Um, he was in the Panini uh, National Treasures product that just came out. Um, still no autograph cards, still no memorabilia cards, but I'm sure that's going to change. I'm sure Panini so. um, is on it, trying High to get priority. him signed to a, a deal to get some signatures. Um, total value of his cards, like I said, he only has 94 cards, about $1,900 if you want to buy every one of the ones that we price. He's got a whole bunch of one ones that we don't price. Right. And about a $20 average per card. So um, he's a guy who... We talked about before the the World Cup, like Messi and Ronaldo, like are, are there is there going to be a huge bump in prices? And I said that they'd have to do something ridiculous. Mbappe was young enough, and his cards were cheap enough, and he has few enough cards to where they pretty much doubled in the matter of a a month, and his his first sticker nearly quadrupled, uh, almost you know five times. What's five times? Septuple. You're saying that Quint, very quietly. Quintupled. <laughs> it quintupled. It almost quintupled. But everything else almost doubled, just his regular, just generic base cards. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, he's the guy who really broke out, you know, not only in the soccer world, not that he wasn't a name going into the tournament, but also in the hobby. I would have to say 
that this has got to be good for the hobby, right? Because a hobby probably, not even probably, definitely dominated by Ronaldo and Messi. Mm-hmm. To have another guy that is on that trajectory to reach yeah. that level. I talk about this in the other sports like baseball, basketball, football, hockey, that the importance of a young rookie class who is uh, highly collectible and performs well on the field is very important to the overall health of the hobby. Um, so prospects and young stars like Mbappe are really important to the growing market of soccer cards in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mbappe, obviously the breakout star, but it probably didn't do anything bad for Griezmann, Mm-mm. who is a very popular player. Yeah, Pogba, obviously. Yep. I mean, there are the several iconic stars that are young yeah. and will only continue going up after this. You know, Modric is, um, has a sticker that I've been trying to track down, it, but I can't find it anywhere. I can't even find an image of it, and it's from, I want to say like 05, 06. It's from the Croatian League. It's not a Panini product, but it's a some sort of Croatian League sticker album wow. similar to Panini, and we can find checklists of it, but we can't find any sort of image of the card. So it's out there somewhere. I'm going to find it. That's his true rookie sticker. Um, he, he's got a 08, I believe it's the 08 Euro um, sticker with Croatia that's selling pretty well right now that some people are incorrectly calling his rookie sticker. But he actually does have a rookie sticker from the, I believe it's the 2005-06 Croatian League sticker album. Can um, you say the Croatian League in Croatian? I cannot. Can you? No. I just I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you, you were going to. Sh- thought you were going to show off. And you got to think. You know, Croatia is a small country. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably didn't print a ton of those stickers. Right. It's not like he was playing in Spain or Germany or England or even Italy, where Panini. Uh, you know, and it's from a smaller company. It's not from Panini, so it's not like there's tons of them out there, which is probably why we haven't been able to find any on the secondary market. And I'm sure people who have it are holding on to it. I'm sure if they even know what they have, it could be they True. all could be in boxes or albums or just sitting somewhere. Yeah, he's not too popular in Croatia. I don't know if you've seen all that. He's really not. <laughs> Is he not? No, it's it's very complicated. I was reading. An oh article yeah, about he's that, on uh, he's trial, for, trial perjury, for perjury. You know and what? They I don't think like him for that. You and I need to get a web series going where we travel to Croatia. I'm okay and, with this and try and track down his rookie sticker. You think we can? I get back to fund that. I think we could get back to fund that. We have a lot of Croatian fans. We do. Um, I think we need know, to do a Kickstarter Dobro or do- GoFundMe. <laughs> Dobro Dojli to our Croatian fans. Yes. Hva- Wait, hold on. Is it Havala for listening? Havala. Does that mean thank you? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I think. It doesn't mean stop, does it? It doesn't uh, mean stop listening. Havala for listening. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Um, and if you uh, are Croatian and have a lot of money, Mm-hmm. And want us to travel to Croatia to meet our legions of fans. <laughs> uh, get us a plane ticket, and we will track down the Modric sticker from 0506. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'll see you in in Split. Send us the Split. I want to. I want to go there. Okay, it's on the coast. I think. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> now that that's out of the way. Let's talk about our future plans for Bend It Like Beckett. So we did, mm-hmm. for the World Cup, we, we got going hot. We did two two episodes a week, mostly recaps with a little hobby talk. 
We're going to change that going forward. We're going to do one episode a week, an episode that will be released Friday mornings, where we will be discussing the goings-on throughout the world of soccer. Mm-hmm. It might be a little Premier League heavy. That's our main uh, focus, and it's the biggest league in the world, but we will definitely keep you up to date when it comes to La Liga, Ligue 1, Bundesliga, MLS, Serie A, because they have Ronaldo <laughs> now. you're going to say Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, the, the Peruvian League. Russian you can talk about Premier League. Uh, <laughs> no, but we will keep you up to date on all the happenings. This summer, we will be hammering the transfer market hard, mm-hmm. keeping you up to date on that, because I would imagine, Brian, that that is really effective or that really affects it does the it hobby can. it can yes there's certainly we just got a solicitation um from tops on their champions league product that comes out on friday so tops champions league museum collection which goes live on on friday so um certainly the big tournaments um are, are getting ready to start and the product's are coming. It, it is a little wild that the World Cup just ended and some of these players get about three weeks off. And yeah. I mean, L- Liverpool has already played a couple um, preseason games. I imagine Chelsea has as well. Yeah. You already got a howler out of your keeper. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Carries. Did you yeah. see what Everton did to a poor seventh division Austrian was, side? Was it like 22 to nothing? It was 22 to nothing. I saw that and I couldn't tell if it was like, <laughs> you know how some of these English teams have like a, a rugby team, like Wigan also has like yeah. a rugby team or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't tell was like, did, is, is, the, is Everton football, are they like retweeting their rugby score or like? No, that was a real soccer score. Why would they, they, why like would they play them? Division. And I don't know why they wouldn't chill out. Why would they stop even, scoring? Yeah, well, why would they schedule that game? I think they're doing their training camp in Austria and they're playing a local team, but like, okay, at 12 to nothing, just pass the ball around. Yeah, just kill off the game. Apparently, their new coach, who I think is Marco Silva, wanted to make a point, but the point is that you can beat a seventh division Austrian side 22 to nothing. Wait, oh, wait. This all makes sense now. I know why you have all this venom. Why? Because it's Everton. You know that I can have opinions that aren't based on Liverpool, right? Well, this one is highly colored by your rose-colored glasses. I mean, no, like, is there a team that you think I would be like, that's cool that they beat a 7th <laughs> Division Austrian side 22 to nothing. That's no, fun. No, I mean, you Liv- Liverpool won a game like 11 to nothing the other day, and I was like, yeah, that's you probably shouldn't. That's kind of stupid in a preseason game. In a real game, mm-hmm. run up the score on anybody. I don't care. But preseason is a little weird. But, you know, I guess everyone everyone wants to get their goals. The best was that um, Sandro, Everton striker, Sandro mm-hmm. striker played the whole first half and didn't score. <laughs> Did not score in that game. That's always that's always uh, fun to look at the box score, especially yeah, see, in baseball when they, when they when when a team scores twenty runs and like oh the like, cleanup hitter didn't even get a hit. He was over four. Yeah, exactly. Everybody else had three RBI, yeah. four RBI, but the cleanup guy, man, he, he struck out four times. Morales, I think, had a hat trick in six minutes. Well, congratulations <laughs> on you beat a seventh division yeah. uh, like, uh, Austrian team. Belgium should have brought me along. <laughs> take it out on. I, ATV, whatever. So, um, um, yeah, so we'll talk about transfer stuff. It's kind of getting crazy. We'll catch everything, uh, everyone up on that next week because a lot more is going to happen this week now that the World Cup is over. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the biggest deal is Ronaldo 
going to Juventus, as we've talked about a little bit, do you think there will be a little hype for Ronaldo's first Juventus card? There absolutely will be. <laughs> Just like I'm looking at now in, in basketball with LeBron's first Lakers cards, right. um, he's already starting to sell a little better now that, I mean, he's LeBron. He's, he's like that Ronaldo. He's the Ronaldo of basketball, right. the Messi of basketball. So there's already increased interest in LeBron's cards um, that he's gone to a bigger market. Not that Juventus is bigger than Real Madrid. That's certainly not the case. No, but, but it's a different It's a market. different big market. So, it's a bunch of people who hated him two weeks ago. Who now are wearing Ronaldo shirts. I uh, Actually, that reminds me. Somebody, uh, a Liverpool account, retweeted a tweet that they sent four years ago when Salah was on Chelsea mm -hmm. and it said like Salah's only played nine times for Chelsea like what a worthless <laughs> player like we would have played him more but whatever and all the comments were like F that guy he's <laughs> terrible we have Lazar Markovic instead and all this stuff and people were going back and tweeting at their old selves yeah. and like good call on that one <laughs> and one guy one guy the best is his avatar is now a salah picture yeah but his tweet was was the one that said f that guy we have lazar markovich <laughs> and someone goes man your avatar is great <laughs> seeing that next to that tweet <laughs> so uh you know watch what you tweet never tweet actually never tweet never tweet. never ages well yeah but you can tweet us Yes, questions. Actually, you know what? Tweet suggestions, us. comments, criticisms. Yeah, well, who uh, tweet us some guests you'd like us to try mm -hmm. to book? Uh, I have one in mind, Mr. Uh, Fernando Fiore. Now that um, you've put him out to our legion of fans, the Bilbos y Bilbas, the Bilbos y Bilbas, he will not be able to turn us down. Yes, I. He he just tweeted a picture. Uh, no more games. I'm swimming in the Black Sea. And it was just <laughs> him swimming in the Black Sea. He's like, I'm done. Um, but uh, yes, he was. I did a good interview with him for our Spanish language World Cup preview magazine. Mm -hmm. He was super nice, super friendly, uh, very talkative. So I'm going to reach out, see if we can get him on the show, some other guests. It's going to be a really fun as we head into the Premier League and La Liga seasons and all the other seasons. Meanwhile, MLS is still going on. Soccer never stops. It does and not. Neither will bend it like Beckett. But for now, we are sad that the World Cup is over. I am very sad. I'm wearing black today. Um, for the purposes of radio, I'm also wearing black today. Very we sad. We are in full suits. You can't tell, though. We've got 1,500 days or so until the next World Cup. Which I think is going to be a disastrous World Cup. In the fall, winter. In the fall in Qatar. But I you know what? We've got the Women's World Cup next summer. That will Panini be will be doing stickers. Yes. So... We've got that. And the women, the U.S. women should qualify. Yeah. So that'll hold us over because that's always fun. I always like the Women's World Cup. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we got the Euros. We do. So there's something going on every summer, but there's nothing like the World Cup. Nothing. The, yes, the World Cup. <laughs> Men's and women's yes. are both fun. They though. are. <laughs> we'll see Stop you it. next Friday for Bend It Like Beckett Summer Vacation Edition a.k.a. Transfer Window Edition. Until then, I'm Scott Bedgood. I'm Brian Fleischer. Hey!